Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to the National Hurricane Center. This is Ken Graham. I'm live right here in our operations center. And all eyes, um, everybody watching, and also everybody here in the op center uh, watching really close um, Hurricane Dorian right now. So let's take a look at the latest information. Um, we've got a little, few more frames here that we, we can look at the, the structure from the, the radar in Puerto Rico. So you can still see you know, some of the center, you know, the, the eye, the center portion of, of this hurricane, and some of the rain bands stretching around it. And we always watch out uh, for those rain bands, because look how far they can stretch out from the center. And that's something that we're going to remind ourselves as we get closer and closer to uh, our next landfall. We get close to Florida. And on the satellite here, we got a couple images uh, blanking out, but you can see some of the convection right around that center. Look how strong this storm is. You can see the convection blow up right there. Really just the power of this storm and some of the, the heavy rainfall and the high winds that, that we have with this system. We're going to move on to the actual forecast. This is what's going to happen next. You know, we really look at the extent of some of those tropical storm force winds. Hurricane force winds, really tight to very the center. You could barely see it there in the center, but you can see the size of the tropical storm force winds well outside the cone. So where are we going from here? So we are still forecasting a major hurricane, which means a category three or higher to, to develop over the warm waters. I mean, not a lot of shear through here, and, and there's not a lot of land and, and mountains to deal with. So if you think about it, not a lot of shear, plenty of warm water, not a lot of obstructions, no reason this thing won't continue to develop with time. So something we got to watch out for as well, pay attention to this cone. I mean, so many times near landfall, Dennis, don't I talk about all the impacts mm -hmm. outside the cone? Constantly talk about that. But in this case, we really got to pay attention to that, that cone in the extended because two-thirds of the time, two-thirds of the time, based on our average error over the last five years, you can see the center of this system anywhere inside this cone. So that means the Georgia coast all the way down to the Keys, all of Florida really has to pay attention to the system because we can see those impacts all over the state. And by the way, such an important point that I really want to make, please don't think this is just coastal, right? We think about that so often. This is over the whole state. You can see the winds. I mean, still a hurricane over land, uh, potentially uh, with time. And by the way, the distance between here is about 24 hours. So not moving very fast, that's plenty of time. Slow storms, longer time with the wind, slow storms, more rainfall, so pretty high impacts for us. So we really, really need to pay attention to this system. So let's think about this. When do we need to, to really start seeing some of those impacts? That's one of the big questions I've been getting all morning is when, when, when. So let's look at the arrival. This is the arrival of tropical storm force winds. And let's look at it, you see the Florida coast right there and right offshore here about 8 a.m. on Sunday you can still start seeing some of those tropical storm force winds get close so through the day Sunday into Monday tropical storm force winds and then eventually hurricane force winds moving across so what do you do with that well when you get those tropical storm force winds it's really too dangerous to be outside so we have something that we like to call the ready by graphic and it really tries to to help people say when do I need to wrap things up when do I need to, to have my house ready have my plane ready have everything ready to go and we're really looking at this tropical storm force winds arriving on Sunday so that means it's too dangerous to be outside you can't be holding a piece of plywood in the tropical storm force winds it's incredibly dangerous by Sunday you need to be done 
So wrap things up Friday and Saturday. Get things ready. Get everything that ready that you need to, to have done because you're going to start seeing some of those impacts um, arrive late on Sunday and then crossing the entire state. So very important. Remember, it's not just coastal. And we do have some of the early forecast, Dennis, that I that I wanted to bring up uh, of the rainfall. But real important, the fact that there's still that uncertainty. Remember the cone? So you can have shifts in this. So you see some of the highest values. But please remember, I've seen this so many times over the years, that some of those high values, they can shift in either direction based on that, that forecast, based on the speed um, uh, of this uh, hurricane. So a lot of impacts. Uh, we're talking uh, wind. We're talking uh, inc incredible amounts of rain in some areas, especially if we start slowing this system down. We're also talking about storm surge. I just huddled with the storm surge unit a little bit ago, putting their heads together. They're getting ready, um, uh, ready. So they're going to start talking about some of the modeling and getting that ready. And I wanted to talk about some of the modeling and, and the variability. Dennis, if you could follow me. A lot of questions about um, the cone. Uh, of, you know, we talk about the uncertainty. And Dan Brown's on duty. He's in the hot seat uh, related to the, the hurricane issuing the forecast. Dan, getting a lot of questions about wow that's a big cone but we're pretty we're still far out really relatively with with the forecast so we you know we have some time why such a variability well, we're still seeing you know very spread in the model guidance that's uh, very common at this uh, stage of the game uh, I just put up here all the ensemble members so we run uh, various models uh, many times uh, this shows both the US uh, GFS model and the European model ensembles that were run last night so you can still see that there's a range of possibilities really anywhere along the Florida East Coast at this time and that's why uh, that cone is still large. It still encompasses uh, the entire really east coast of Florida. So, again, the forecast will, will, will narrow, uh, hone in on, on an area as we go through the next few days. But right now, as I hear you saying in your message, uh, the message is to anybody along the east coast of Florida is, is be prepared. And I tell you, it's um, just like Dan said, he's going to be responsible for putting out the forecast. So I appreciate everything that, that you're doing, Dan. And, you know, just looking at the latest trends, it's not an easy thing to do to put all that together to a forecast. So we remind everybody, um, probably the number one call that we get is, did you see the new model? So I, I just want to remind everybody, very important, you know, it's, don't just look at one of those tracks. Look at, all, look at all the tracks we're looking at. We're looking at dozens and dozens of them. We're blending those together, coming up with a forecast. Listen to the official forecast. We'll have updates for you uh, right here from the National Hurricane Center. We've been live right here in the operations area.